following very, very special program is brought to you in lively black and white. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. Ron and Anian. Welcome to the car, Doctor, sir. How can I help? What well, the issue is, you're driving down the road, and like when you get on the highway to start to give it some gas, the attack will bubble up and down, and it'll drop down to zero. You know, let's attack and fix what we know is bad. Because what you just described to me about the attack, the misfire, losing power on the road, that's got crank sensor performance written all over it. The car doctor. You know what? The Boy Scouts were right. They, they, you, you've got to be prepared. you got to be a good scout. And that, that could be something as simple as just... Making sure the gas tank is full, uh, you know, before the weekend or, or before the end of the day or before it gets too low or whatever your timetable is. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, it's time to start your engines. Hello and welcome. Ronnie Andy and the car doctor here at the helm at 1-800-1800. I keep doing that each and every week. I'm confused what radio call and phone number I've got, Tom. Do what I do have think? to paint that number on your forehead? Uh, you know, I'm starting to think it's like you got to smack it on the back of my head. I think it's stuck because it's really 855-560-9900. That's two weeks in a row I've done that. And I have no problem smacking you in the back of the head. I so. must want to be somewhere else other than with you. Hello and welcome, everybody. It's Ron and Andy and the car doctor, Tom Ray and company. And uh, we're here to talk to you about your automobile today, whatever that might be. Problems fender to fender and door to door as we roll along. More information about this radio show at cardoctorshow.com. Of course, of course, of course course. And by the way, you can get out there and podcast and listen to us vis-a-vis Spreaker and all the other ways that uh, you people can go about taking the car doctor with you wherever you want to go. We are joined in the studio today by our our, our noble new uh, protege, uh, Michael. He's uh, here with us today. Hello, Michael. Say hello to everybody. Hey, everyone. See, there we've uh, we've brought on new talent. Uh, we're there gonna, you go. We're going we're gonna to try and spell Tom a little bit in the studio. And uh, I don't believe Tony is gone, but Tony is on temporary hiatus. And uh, we're just looking for uh, a little bit of. Uh, uh, Tony will be back, but wait till we te- wait till we- wait till you find out that we're teaching Mike to do your job. Really? Oh, I get to go away then. Oh, hot diggity dog! All right. <laughs> so where where would I go? I, you know, I hadn't thought about it from that perspective. Now I'm excited. I get a day off. Holy cow! Um, but speaking of taking days off, before I tell you the story about what really happened in the shop this week, and go to my new, you know, I've got a new feature in front of me. We call it the yellow post-it sticky board because I'm getting old and I have to write notes to myself. So what I'm really trying to do is build a wall of yellow paper between myself and Tom, but I haven't succeeded in that. However, let's get over and talk to Ron from Maine, and I'll do my yellow post-it story later on this hour as uh, we kick off this session of The Car Doctor. Welcome, Ron. Welcome to The Car Doctor. How can I help? Well, hello, uh, Ron. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome, sir. Uh, It's my daughter's 2010 Equinox four-cylinder. Okay. It keeps dropping into what I call limp mode, but instead of staying at a steady speed, it, like, drops, drops, and then she finally, she's pulled over and turns the key off and waits a couple of minutes, turns it back on, and it then starts and runs properly. She's brought it to her local mechanic, who she's been going to for a few years, who's got a very, very good reputation. He found a couple of things wrong, and I don't know exactly what they were, but it was like a $250 bill when he put it on a computer, and he replaced that. And since then, it's, it's happened four other times. Okay. Now, we've called the dealer, and we've made an appointment to have a complete diagnostic done, but... He said it could be the timing chain or it could be low on oil, but she's very, very 
uh, good on keeping the oil changed. Okay. So. They do go through. They do have an issue with. And let me let me before I start going off on a, on, a, on a tear, um, Ron. Any check engine light on? Any accompanying codes? Anything that's uh, come up? She doesn't. She gets so nervous about it that she pulls over. And she doesn't remember if there's a, a service engine light on or that when she does. But of course, the minute she turns the key off and then turns it back on, it clears it. Okay. So here's what could be happening. Let's play the game of what if, and what if is a dangerous game for all the all the, all the obvious reasons. It, this could be a timing chain. Yes, and here's how. All right. The the four cylinder is a four cylinder Equinox. Ron? Yeah. yeah. The four-cylinder Equinox, like some of the other GM products, seem to be having some issues with timing chain stretch. That you know, Think of a bicycle chain, right? Big sprocket, little sprocket, the chain's going around, and there's a sensor on each sprocket telling the computer little sprocket position, big sprocket position. Now, the reason the computer wants to know sprocket position is because it's going to play with cam timing a little bit. It's going to move that pedal position to give the engine more torque or more power at the right opportunity and lower emissions and fuel economy and all the things that electronics allow us to chase in a vehicle today. So if that sprocket is turning around and all of a sudden the gap between the two sprockets in terms of degree and electronic tracking capability is too far, it'll set a, a P0340 or possibly a P0341. Now, perhaps your daughter's not seeing that fault because, as you say, she gets nervous, shuts it off, you know, uh, momentarily clears it and doesn't see the light come on, and then when she restarts it, it's okay. And if the mechanic isn't doing a complete systems check, or if he's not scanning it for all codes, if he's just looking for current but not history, if he's looking at uh, possibly year, make, model, and not OBD2, he's not. maybe he's not seeing the full picture. The dealer could be right. This could be a timing chain stretch issue, such that there's too much degree of separation between the two sensors and it's putting the vehicle in limpode mode because and the reason GM does that is because think about it if if they're trying to control sensor position or I'm sorry cam position based on crank position right they're 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 playing with the bicycle sprockets if they lose track of where they are they're going to say wait a minute we're not going to let this happen we're going to control the vehicle with software so nothing bad could happen in the way of an engine runaway or, or a more serious power loss problem. And they're going to put that vehicle in what they call limp home mode, which is just like it describes. It's limp home. You can, you can get home, but not much further. So that's, now that's only one thing that will cause limp mode. All right? The other thing, that can, or, and there's, there's a bunch of them, and another thing that could cause limp mode is this vehicle is drive-by-wire. I'm going to guess and say that perhaps her mechanic did something with accelerator pedal position sensors. Anything there ring a bell? Yeah, that sounds like, uh, like the, I think that was one of the things that you looked at. Okay, yeah. so, you know, maybe she had a fault or maybe he thought there was a fault in pedal position sensor. Accelerator pedal position sensors, There's uh, most cars in the last, geez, 12 years have resorted to drive-by-wire. I'm a throttle cable generation mechanic, all right? I had to learn all the new stuff. Um, right. Drive-by-wire is the way airplanes fly. Everything is done by servos and electronic circuits and, and computer controls. So there are two sensors at the, what we used to call a gas pedal, now an accelerator pedal. There are two sensors at the throttle body. In the old days, it would have been the throat of the carburetor. And the two sensors work 
zero to five volts and five volts to zero volts. All right, they work opposite of each other at opposite ends. So the computer is looking for correlations such that when the zero to five goes to goes up a volt, it wants the five to zero to come down a volt. It knows that sensor's in correlation, and it does the same thing at the throttle body end. All right, if it sees one sensor glitch and it sees one sensor go up a volt and another sensor come down two volts, it says, wait a minute, something's out of kilter here. I'm going to prevent the runaway engine, puts the vehicle in limpone mode. So, yeah, there's a bunch of things that could be going on. There are some tests that can be made uh, beyond just, you know, a code scan. I always tell everybody, listen, uh, assume there's no codes. Where would you look to solve the problem? And that kind of gets everybody's juices flowing. So see, see what the dealer says. It, this, this could be, this really could be a stretched timing chain. Your question to them is, if unless they can prove it, your question as always is, when they turn around and tell you it's a $2,700 repair, which it could be, all right, this could be expensive, this could be two grand or better, um, your, your question and comment is, will that fix my problem? And, right. you know, that's always the definitive moment. I find, I find when we play checkbook, that usually is the definitive moment of a mechanic's diagnosis because when they hear, hey, if this doesn't fix it, you're not getting paid, that usually wakes everybody up. Right. All right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's, that's – and then you've got to see their reasonable answer and conclusion after that. All right? Sounds so good. That's where you're going, sir. All right? Well, thank you very much. You're very welcome, Ron. Good luck to you and have a good rest of the weekend. 855-560-9900. I'm Ron and the Car Doctor. We'll return right after this. Don't go away. Little GTO, you really look at mine. Three deuces and a four speed. Need advice on how to maintain that classic GTO? Ron is the guy. 855-560-9900. Here's Ron. Hey, uh, I forgot to mention this week, just in time for the holidays, for Christmas and all, we're doing a PowerTech giveaway. We're going to be giving away a Super Chips Dash Pack. All new performance programmer this week, 5-inch to high-definition screen, um, innovative features, Wi-Fi, multiple vehicle listings, and no, Tom, I'm not giving it to you first. Well, no, 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 no. I, I, don't, I don't want it. I just want it. I want it for five minutes because I want to pre-test it to make sure it goes out. So you need to sit still so I can hook you up to it. No, 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 no. My programming is just fine. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take it with me because next week I'm leaving. Um, actually, really? We'll be here. Well, really? I'll be here next week. Oh, I'll be darn. here for the show next week. But I am leaving Saturday night after the show because I have to go north to see. Mm-hmm. To get uh, ready for uh, the, no, the, no, no, you're not going to nor- the North Pole again. I have to. Oh man! I already got. I already. I already heard from the early warning elf radar system that they're looking for me. That you know, I'm going to take my super chip programmer with me, and uh, so it's going to have a little bit of snow on it. Whoever gets it, you're, but we're giving. You're going to supercharge the sleigh. I'm going to supercharge the sleigh. Oh man! Brr, more power. Santa's going to Santa's going to get a really quick this year. So you just wait and see. So either this hour or next hour. We're giving away a uh, Dash Pack Plus program. We're courtesy of the folks over at Superchips, superchips.com. And well, well we, we have a mystery guest. Let's go over and see who the mystery guest uh, is. I'll give you a hint. Do you want a hint? No. Yes, you do. Okay, who is it? Whoops. Oh, wait a minute here. Let me turn hit, this off. Hit the right button. Scan tool. Brother! <laughs> Where is he? Yes. Oh, good, brother. How are you? I've been all right. Yeah, I miss you. By the you. way, for yeah. everybody that's listening to the car doctor, this is the board operator, Sony Atwood. Uh, I know I've been missed. Yeah, we've been missed. You've been missed. 
So what's going on? I will tell you this though. You're gonna and you're you know right away. I got to start right. Did you notice? Don't talk about my New York Giants. Do not talk about Tom and I, New York Giants. But, Do not but, start, but, okay? But, but Unless doing... you want to be the ghost of Christmas present, <laughs> I suggest you not talk about the New York Giants, okay? But they're doing better. They really are. Did, did you yeah, notice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but don't 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 start, okay? Yeah, well, on a on a serious note, I want to tell you I love you, and I'm glad you called in. I missed your brother. Uh, Miss you too, man. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, you know, we we look forward to seeing you each week, and I know you're busy, and I know you're doing some other things, and you'll be back. It's just, uh, it's good to hear your voice as always. Uh, thank you, thank you. Just wanted to let you know, but I'm, I'm still around. I, I I know I've been I've been missed. Yep, you have. You know, but I see certain things haven't changed. You're still not giving Tom the fringe benefits of, of the gift that he wants. Since no. You're going to the North Pole. Well, um, listen, I was planning to swing by and take you with me. Do you think you could do that? No. Why no, not? No, no. It's, it's not really no, cold there. No. Uh, think about it. A, a, uh, according, a, to, a, according to whom? Tony, Why to lie our pants on fire? Tony, a big guy like Thank you it. in the Valley of the Elves? Think of how that would look. Oh, that, no, would be, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't be a good look. Okay. Yeah, no. no. I, 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 right. Okay. Listen. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna go. We uh we just want to say it's good to hear your voice, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you after the new year. Have a merry Christmas and a happy new year, and All right. best to your family. Same to you, you guys. Get everybody my love. Okay. All right. You take good care, Tony. All righty. Bye bye. Always good to hear from Mister T. Right? Yeah. Always a good time. Let's get always. back. Let's get back to business. Thank you, Tom. I I needed that. Let's go over and talk to Kurt in Iowa. Kurt, welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. How are you? I'm well today. Yourself? Not bad. What's going on? I have a 2000 Chevy pickup, has a 6.0 uh, engine in it. Okay. It's a 2100, and two months ago we put a fuel pump in it, and here about a month ago when the temperature dipped down below 32 degrees all the time, it has gotten to the point where it's almost impossible to get started in the mornings. All right. Why did you put a fuel pump in it? Did it die, or were you taking a shot of performance for a performance problem? Uh, the fuel pump went out. Okay. All right. Yeah, so the fuel pump went on, and we had a new fuel pump put in. All right. So it goes into, is it a long crank time, like it wants to start but not really, or it just it just cranks and cranks and cranks and nothing makes it run? It'll just, it'll, one time you can try it, it'll just crank and crank and crank, not even spitter and sputter and even attempt, and then all of a sudden you can turn it back off, hit the key again, and it's almost like a two-cylinder tractor trying to fire. It'll start pitter and potting and sputtered, and all of a sudden you'll stop, turn it off, turn it back on, and it'll finally take off. Okay. Once we get started throughout and let it warm up throughout the day, starts up just fine all right what what sort of tools do we have to work with for diagnostics uh, anything uh, uh nothing really okay. I, there's no there's no check engine light there's no service engine light has ever come on and stayed all right on. so you know we can make some assumptions which is a dangerous word especially here on family radio all right uh you know it it, it sounds to me like you're describing a fuel pressure problem any fuel any fuel pressure gauge kicking around or can you get your hands on one? Maybe so. Well, we actually checked that we've checked that and it's not a fuel pressure. Okay, so when you turn the key, fuel pressure goes up and stays consistent. Mm-hmm. And it it holds. You turn the key off. How long does fuel pressure hold for after you turn the key off? Oh, it'll hold forever. All right. All right. I mean, Forever's yeah. a long enough time. 
And what sort of yeah. fuel? What sort of fuel pressure do you have? What do you remember? What how many pounds? Did you match it to spec? Well, I, yeah, I don't even. Yeah, it's up to spec. Yep, okay. I remember the mechanic in that. Okay. What we're thinking is is, and I've done a lot of googling and such. Um, what we're thinking it is is a mass airflow sensor. Well, you can guess at that, but you've got to give me a, you've, you've got to give me a reason. All right, do this. Unplug the mass airflow. Does the truck start right up? Good point. I've never tried that yet. All right, because some of, some of these vehicles will have programming built in. You take a sensor, you take a sensor out of the system. So what's going to happen is it's going to it may it may start and stall, turn the key off, turn the key back on, check engine light's going to be on because now you set a mass airflow sensor fault. All right. And if the mass airflow sensor, if we put it in bypass mode, now the vehicle will run. All right? Now, understand, once you do that, you're going to set a fault code. So unless you're planning on disconnecting the battery and hoping that'll work, which doesn't necessarily work on newer vehicles, it'll, it'll, it'll likely work on an older one, that you're now doing the poke and hope method. Why don't we spend 200 bucks and go buy a cheap scan tool down at the local auto parts store? Wouldn't that make more sense? Yeah, but will that tell, I mean, but there's no service engine light, check engine light, or nothing comes on in, during any of this time. Let me let me ask you a question. You ever get sick in your life? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you, you get a head cold, right, or a sore throat? You ever, yeah. You ever have it where, you know, you get that sore throat on Wednesday, but Monday you sort of felt crummy? Yeah. Right. Well, Monday and Tuesday were incubation days. Those were the days that it started to get to the point where you were sick, but your body wasn't quite sure whether or not it was going to be. And then Wednesday, you got sick, right? Yep. Yeah, Wednesday, finally, the check engine light came on, and it said, hey, here's the trouble code. Here's where it hurts. Here's where I don't feel good. All right? You're waiting for the car to turn on the check engine light. You're waiting for the sore throat to appear, assuming because you're waiting for a code. How do you know there isn't information there telling you what that code's going to be before it happens? And that's and that's what that's what a scan tool do. A scan tool in the right yep. hands is gathering data and information. It's not waiting for a light to come on. And okay, that's completely understood. You know, so that's that's really where you want to go. So, you know, instead of spending money on a mass airflow as a guess, all right. What I'd like you to do is go buy a scan tool, take a look at coolant and air intake temp sensors. Compare them before you even start the car. Turn the key to the on position. If it's been sitting more than eight hours, they should match. They should both be the same. Start it up. Record fuel churn. Record mass airflow numbers. Call me back. Give me those numbers, and we'll talk further. Kurt, I enjoyed it. Hey, coming up next, AAA. Let's talk about holiday car care driving and all that kind of good stuff. I'm Ron Anning, The Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe I've got to think for all the roadside accidents that the folks at AAA help cover with, they probably haven't seen any too many sleighs and run over reindeer kind of things. But you never know. We thought we would talk today with uh, Tamara Johnson. He is the AAA national spokesperson, and maybe we can cover that. But more importantly, we can talk about their world-class roadside assistance coverage and uh, holiday driving and car care and things like that. Tamara, welcome to The Car Doctor. 
Thank you. Thank you for having us. So, so have you ever had any uh, phone calls? Um, you know, Santa got run over by a reindeer, or Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Anybody, <laughs> anybody, anybody hit by Santa in the sleigh in, in in recent years that you can recall? You know, not that I'm aware of. I do believe Santa's very careful out on the road. Yeah, as, as everyone should be, right? <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. So, as we get ready for our holiday driving and you know traveling to see Grandma and and, and relatives and such. Uh, you know, what are some of the tips and ideas that AAA has to help people get to their destination safely? Absolutely. So we do know uh, coming up on Christmas holiday season, it's going to be very busy. About 112 million Americans will be traveling more than 50 miles away from home. And the bulk of those travelers will be out on the road. About 102 million are taking road trips. And so we want to make sure that everyone's safe. We are projecting that we're going to have to rescue about 960,000 motorists this year. And that's really due to dead batteries, flat tires, and lockouts. Wow. So first things first. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, big yes. number. That's, that's almost a million people. That's, that's a huge number. Exactly. And I mean, a lot of times it's just simple things that we don't always think about doing. So make sure that you're checking your tires. Check not just the tread, but also the tire pressure. Then you also want to check your fluids as well as your battery itself. You can take your battery in um, just to a convenient, uh, quick um, auto body shop, have them check the battery, make sure you have enough charge before you hit the road. And then always, it seems counterintuitive, but you want to make sure that you actually have the keys on you before you get out the vehicle. You don't want to lock yourself out. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, you really have to think about keys today. Um, I've got to think the number of, I wonder if the number of lockouts AAA responds to uh, this time of year goes up or down or stays consistently the same with, you know, so many push button starts and electronic keys. It's almost hard to lock the keys in the car, but I think when you do, you've really got a bigger problem. Exactly, and it happens. It definitely does happen. So AAA is here for you if that ever is the case, but definitely want to make sure that we're avoiding any of those roadside breakdowns or lockouts altogether. You know, what does what AAA predict um, as far as uh, um, um, roadside recoveries? Do we, do we have any idea? Do we talk about accidents at all? I mean, I know it's a tough subject, but, um, you know, as far as uh, the numbers of expected uh, beyond just toes and jump starts, uh, what sort of accident coverage there might be out there that occur this year? Yeah, in terms of crashes, so we do not have particular numbers that we would respond to in terms of towing the vehicles, but we do have research from the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety that found that more than half a million crashes tend to occur in bad winter weather. So we know towards the end of the year, especially around the holiday season, many people will be hitting the roads, and they will be making either trips through those uh, winter destinations where you might have snow or ice on the road, or you might be traveling from those areas. And so it is so important to think about safety. We talked a little bit about um, actual safe driving habits. Definitely want to make sure that you're slowing down and that you're accelerating and decelerating slowly. But also simple things like knowing your brakes. You need to know whether or not you have analog brakes or not. And when you're actually making that stop, keep the heel of your foot on the floor and use the ball of your foot to apply firm and steady pressure to the brake pedal. Don't pump your brakes, which is what a lot of people um, tend to tell you as a tip. Um, we recommend not pumping your brakes, but rather um, applying that firm pressure and keeping control of the steering wheel. And then, obviously, if you can avoid stopping, uh, try to do that. We look at the fact that it takes more inertia to start moving the vehicle um, from full stop than it actually does from a rolling start. So if you do find yourself coming towards a light and you can continue to keep rolling safely uh, and before the light turns green again, you want to make sure that you're doing that without coming to a full stop. And, and I think, you know, we can look back here in the Northeast. We recently had what we called Snowmageddon where it crept up yeah. on us, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, a bunch of the states in our area were affected. We had a, we had a late 
day snowstorm on a Thursday that just paralyzed the region. Nobody was ready for it. The plows weren't out, and um, it was it made national news. And I, I noticed driving home, nobody understood the idea of inertia and where to stop and when to start, and you know, uh, just just how to drive in slushy weather. So perhaps I should say that as an as a reminder, everybody should have their best driver, you know, best bad weather driver in the seat. This isn't a good time for the young driver to be learning. How's that for a statement? That is uh, very factual. You want to make sure that you're not putting an inexperienced driver out there in bad conditions. It is always helpful for someone who is already licensed to get some experience in bad weather so they do know how to drive. But you want to make sure that you're doing that in an isolated segment. So getting on the freeway might be a bad idea. You want to make sure that they're in a safe area where they can learn how to respond in those conditions, but they definitely don't want to be in an area where it could be unsafe. Talk to me a minute, Tamara, in our in our last couple of minutes about AAA. If, if someone out there as, as, as a last-minute stocking stuffer idea, what does a AAA membership give perhaps to that new driver, perhaps to that old driver? Um, you know, what are the advantages of being a AAA member? Oh, absolutely, and there's so many, and oftentimes when people don't take full advantage of that. So when you become a AAA member, of course you have access to roadside assistance, but there's also so many other advantages. For example, uh, we recently launched a partnership with Shell Gasoline, so now those who have a AAA membership can sign up for the Fuel Rewards Program. You can save up to $0.05 cents per gallon on every fill-up. That will definitely come in handy this Christmas if you're taking a road trip. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, benefits like that. Also, if you're a traveler, you can actually go into your local AAA and get help actually planning your trip uh, through our uh, assistance with trip planning. And then you can also look into other services. Obviously, do you need a roadside assistance kit? You can get one of those. Uh, you will all remember those wonderful maps that you can go into a AAA and get directions and routes out to your destination. Can, so, can you can you still get maps from AAA? I mean, do you still have the road maps that, I mean, from a million years ago? Is that still a... It is possible. We still do trip ticks. You can also do that all those planning, um, all the trip tick planning online as well. So there's a lot of opportunities, especially if you're looking to travel, especially if you're looking to save on gas prices. And then and all the different discounts that you can get at a variety of different stores and hotels, restaurants. Um, just go to your local AAA, um, ask them about some of the discounts and rewards available. You will be surprised at all the things that are available to you. So I guess, you know, for safe holiday traveling as well as year-round, perhaps now we can state the fact, you know, you get in that car this year and you want to take that holiday trip that AAA is predicting so many will take. Practice mindfulness and practice taking a breath before you put the key in the ignition or pushing the button to start the vehicle. That is a great suggestion. You know, with this many people that are going to be on the road, we definitely suggest packing your patients. Uh, we actually partnered with NRIGS, who is a transportation analytics company, and they told us that the worst time to travel for the holidays is going to be December 20th. We anticipate those early evening hours between about 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. We're going to start to see a lot of travelers mix in with that rush hour traffic. So if you're in one of those larger metropolitan areas, try to plan on leaving early in the morning if possible or travel if you're schedule allows on the actual day of the holiday. That way you can avoid some of that traffic and congestion and keep your nerves calm and you won't have to worry about getting frustrated in traffic. Great, solid information. Tamara, we want to thank you and uh, we want to thank all the folks at AAA for all that you guys do year-round to help keep us safe out on the road. And come get us when we're stuck, when we do get run over by a reindeer. <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're glad to have you on our side. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Um, real quick, just tell the listeners, that it's, it's, it's um, AAA.com, right? What is the website? 
Yes, if you're looking to join AAA or you want to get a little bit more information about travel or gas prices or even that Shell discount, you can go to AAA.com. Also, before you hit the road, make sure that you download the AAA app. You can actually access your roadside assistance that way as well. Perfect. Great information. Tamara, you have a good holiday season, and thanks Thank for being you. part of the Car Doctor family today. Thank you. Happy holidays. You too. Bye-bye. I'm Ron Annie and the Car Doctor. We'll be cruising back right after this. Welcome back. Ron and Andy, the Car Doctor, 855-560-9900 is the Car Doctor's 24-7 phone number. Give us a call at 855-560-9900, 24-7, day or night, and uh, leave a message if we're not on the air. We are live out on the network Saturday afternoons, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, but we go out to the, some of the other affiliates at different times and places, and um, you can uh, leave a message, and Tom Ray, executive producer, chief cook and bottle washer, will uh, call you back and get you in the live queue for the next live broadcast here on the Car Doctor. Um, because that's what we do. That's what we like to do, to be part of your weekend talking about cars and uh, all that's bothering you about your car. So uh, that's what it's all about. I want to talk about what bothers me about cars. Um, I wrote myself a little yellow sticky note this week, um, something new I've gotten in the habit of. I, I, I come home and I, I, I write a sticky note, uh, and I put it down in the studio. It says, uh, this one says to me, I must have written this Wednesday or so, people getting their own way of repairing their car. And I think this is the story that triggered it. So it was midweek. And the phone started ringing at the shop, and it was a, I don't know if you'd say he's a former customer or a former consumer. I'm not really sure what he was. But I haven't seen this individual in about six years because it got to the point where towards the end of the relationship, every time I saw him, it was a problem that something just, you know, we're going to stretch the truth. We're going to take a little bit of a step away from reality. We're not going to really try and do things right. We're just going to try and do things. And that's... You know, that's just not how I work. That's just not how I choose to repair cars. I want to do things the right way. So Jonathan is now into, well, let me get my car inspected. And I, I wince anytime anybody calls and says, hey, I've got to get my car inspected, but i got to talk to you about it first. Because I know there's usually a story there. There's, there's some mitigating circumstance of, well, I want to get it inspected, but there's really something wrong with the car that I'm trying to get through that I really don't want to fix, even though it's a great car. That's you know it's it's just like this endless circle of stupidity. So you know I after about the third phone call I said all right let me let me call him back and see what's going on here. But I kind of knew you know mechanics intuition kicked in and I said I, I sort of know where this is going and but let me you know what I, I hate to leave anybody hanging even though they're you know kind of lost and even the ones that are lost you try and help you know I'm trying to be the automotive shepherd here. So the conversation starts out with, I have an 05 Lotus right away. I don't work on Lotus. And I don't. It's just not something we see every day. The technology isn't there. The ability to purchase parts, service information, and half a dozen other things that prevent you from repairing a car apply to Lotus. It's one of those elite sort of cars. You might as well wheel a Ferrari into the shop, which, you know, we, we probably have air for the tires. But beyond that, what sort of tooling and how is the shop geared to service that particular line of vehicle? Could we figure it out? Sure, given enough time, money, and effort. But, you know, from a practical point of running a business, you have to decide pick your battles. What do you want to work on? That didn't stop him. Well, I know you don't work on Lotus, but let me tell you about my problem. Okay, what is it that you want to do? I want to get the car through inspection. Will it pass inspection? Yes, as long as I don't step on the gas pedal. Uh, you know, it's like I'm just banging you here because I'm banging my head against the desk going, why did I make this phone call? So the deal is this. The check engine light comes on and the car runs bad. 
as long as if, if you go to drive it, if you clear the code and, you know, don't touch the gas pedal, the check engine light never comes on. So he wants to bring the car up, clear the code, and then have me inspect it without driving it. But the car's still broken, Jonathan. Yeah, but if I don't touch the gas pedal, the light won't come on and then it'll pass inspection. Well, no, not you, sir. You're an idiot. I, right. And I said, Jonathan, the, the problem is you have to run monitors. So I had to explain what monitors were. What's a monitor? A monitor is a self-test. The computer goes through when you take math in high school. You completed all your math tests, but you may not have always passed them. If you fail a test, like a computer fails a monitor or a self-test, it will turn on a check engine light. Well, but I don't want to run the monitor. I just want to pass the car for inspection. And this conversation went round and round and round. It was like I was listening to Abbott and Costello do who's on first, I don't know, third base. It finally came down to, and I, I say this on occasion, but it's rare when I do it, but I have to do it for his good, my good, because I could be in the car next to this guy trying to fix a car, or, or somebody else put the wrench down and step away from the vehicle. Why don't you take it to a mechanic? Well, I did. Okay, and what happened there? He spent over $3,000 in the car, still not fixed, so I decided to fix it myself. Well, did you ever think you're at the wrong mechanic? And that's the sound I heard. Just, And he said, gee, I never thought of that. Um, maybe I should take it somewhere else. Yeah, maybe. Once again, proving that you can own an automobile, and just because you can own an automobile or create children doesn't mean you should have either one, because common sense must prevail in all cases. 855-560-9900. Ron and Andy, the car doctor, cruising back right after this. Here I come in my 57 Hey, 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 welcome back. We're on the Andy, the car doctor, 855-560-9900. You know, the downside of that story, the other part of that story was I, I explained to the gentleman what Lotus stood for. Lots of trouble, usually serious. And that still didn't deter him from trying to fix a car. He had no tools, no knowledge, no information but instead he insisted on just throwing parts at it. So I, I just don't get it. I don't, think the, I, I don't think we should let these people vote, drive, or raise children. It's just come to that. Maybe that's the reason the country's in the situation. Eureka! Yeah. You don't smell so good either. Yeah, that's right. So it uh, kind of stinks around here whenever I think about stories like that. So, uh, But that's really the story. Um, coming up next hour, because Tom didn't do it this hour because he didn't do his job right, we're going to be giving away a Super Chips Dash Pack Plus from the folks over at Super Chips. Um, this has preloaded tunes, engineered with performance, reliability, and quality that will help you tune your vehicle to a standard of performance that you so desire. You can find more information at uh, superchips.com. Let's uh, talk to Mike. Hey, Mike, what would you uh, think of your first hour with the car doctor? Uh, I loved it. Uh, I, thought, I thought you were funny. Uh, I don't know. See? Another wait, guy wait, that wait, thinks wait, I'm wait, funny. Wait, 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 he thinks wait, I'm wait, funny. Wait. Look. You think he's funny? See? Look at that, huh? Remember that? Jeez. Wait, he's got. He's, he's, he's only been. He's only been here for one for one hour, so, and he's already. Uh, you know, <laughs> we, 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 we were at the we were at the WTBQ Christmas party, one of our local affiliates, and um, somebody came up at, after the after the uh, party, and uh, we were done talking and having dinner and whatnot. And um, the woman said to Tom, she looks at me and she looks at Tom. And she goes, "He's the funniest thing on radio I've ever heard." Tom just about he, he didn't know he didn't know what to do. He was just he was ready to pass out. So, uh, Michael, I'll give you the five bucks after today's show. Yeah, and I, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I'll meet you in the back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that. So, um, but uh, kid's got good taste. I like this kid, Tom. We should keep him around more. Tony, you're out.
Um, that was a fun two hours, but it was only one hour. One hour or two hours. Yeah, whatever Seemed it like is. Two. Sounds like it felt like two, but it really was only one because there's another hour of car doctor coming up at 855-560-9900. So stay tuned and stand by. I'm Ron and Annie, the car doctor, reminding you one more time, as always, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. See ya.